Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Good morning. Wait, 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 Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. How is it that I'm only now getting on board uh, an invention that's been around for hundreds of years? I'm not surprised. I mean, it took you this long to discover coffee. That's true. <laughs> I am a little late <laughs> to the game on coffee. Yeah, a little yeah. late to that party. Yeah, yeah. No, something that's been around for hundreds of years, I just like recently have uh, fully embraced. And I would like to take a moment to thank the people of France. The French people in general for mm-hmm. this invention. Okay. Uh, you may have seen a preview of what I'm talking about on my Instagram. I bought myself a bidet. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Goodness. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. it'll change your life. Why just bunnesses? Mora, <laughs> I don't like to talk about your dirty bum. <laughs> Makes but, me uncomfortable, but, but I feel like I can talk about bundesses. Yeah, a bidet. Ah man, and I just I loved... and I literally I just bought a bidet toilet seat, and it wasn't even expensive. That's the thing. Like I, I can't believe how affordable they are and how easy they they are to install. And uh, this is insane. You know what I'm, I'm talking about, right? I do. I do. You told me you went to a friend's house. Yeah, and his toilet had this toilet seat that would shoot water up. At your bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you wanted it to. Yeah, yeah. Just press a button or something Well, like it's that? like a lever kind of thing. Mm. Well, mine is. I, I There's different ones. Like, people have... You can get fancy if you want to get fancy. Sure. The one I bought, I think, was like just over 100 bucks. Okay. It's a toilet seat. Yeah. You, you take off your toilet seat. Yeah. That does nothing to clean your bum. Nope. Toss that sucker away. Yeah. And then you put on this other toilet seat, and all you have to do is like... The, you know the hose that goes to the back of the uh, tank mm-hmm. to fill it up after yeah. you use it? Yeah. There's a little uh, little, little uh, fitting they, <laughs> they give you, and it creates a T. Yeah. So you got one end that goes back to where it was, mm-hmm. and then another that attaches to the toilet seat, and then you got like a bidet happening. Yeah, but now I got this tube running up to the seat. Is it unsightly? No, it's not. The toilet seat's like a little bigger at the back, obviously. Okay. But it, it's this little lever. I, I push it forward, and then it, this thing retracts out. It, it, you don't need to plug it in. It's all based on water pressure. Uh-huh. And then uh, you decide how much pressure you want. Temperature? Temperature control? Well, if you want to get fancy, you can get ones that you plug in, but I don't have an outlet near my toilet, so it's not really in the cards for me. Mm -hmm. But just even with the cold water, it's not bad. Mm. Turns out your anus area is not that sensitive to cold, and I find. It's not like it's going down the back of your neck or something, and you're like, ooh, that's cold. Yeah, yeah. You'd think. You'd think it would be sensitive to cold. (laughs) I mean, uh, it's definitely sensitive to pressure. Like, I I accidentally went full blast (laughs) my first time using it. You should have seen my face. Whoa, it hurt. It's like you had a a colonoscopy. It was like I was, yeah, I was uh, pressure washing, uh, you know, something that didn't need to be pressure washed. So, yeah, telling you, it's the best. It's the best. So what toilet did you install it on? Well, my my basement one, the one that I use all the time. Okay. 
Yeah. And has Deb used it yet? No. Uh, she has not. Mm. She thinks it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. But I think there's also a, a, a setting for women with a front wash. <laughs> you get a front and get a back. Really? Yeah. If I turn the dial backwards, it'll, it'll retract a different thing. No. Yeah. Or not retract, extend a different thing. Really? That'll uh, angle up and uh, clean your front. No. Honestly, last time I was in Europe, yeah, I was on board. Yeah. It scared me the first time I was there. I'm like, I'm not going to sit on that. It is scary. Don't even know what to do with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm, I am I started using it and I'm like, this is lovely. Yeah, I don't even have to get up on and sit on another contraption. Because yeah, yes. I know like in the old days, you would have the toilet and then you'd have the bidet mm-hmm. and they'd be literally two separate things. Now it's just a toilet seat you sit on for a hundred bucks. Is there a lot of splashing going on though? Do There's you- some splashing going on. Do you flush before you start bidetting? I do. I don't know if that's required. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll do a flush and then I'll do the uh, rinse. Because you get some splash. And then I'll use like a little bit of toilet paper just to like, you know, dry off, mm-hmm. essentially. And, and a, yeah, away and, you go. And away you go. <laughs> you feel like, you know that, you know. Bundus. Why are you so, why are you so like appalled by this conversation, dude? I'm it's, not appalled. I'm, I just think it's funny. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to end the stigma around the bidet. Yes, Bundus. End the stigma. I honestly, I had a couple of buddies and it, you know, it's kind of annoying actually, because once you get a bidet, you feel like it becomes your mission to tell other people oh about it. God. It does. Cause it's so great. And it's so not easy not hard to install it probably took me 20 minutes sounds like i'm doing a commercial for bidets yeah 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 but i am <laughs> I, I like i would endorse a bidet company right now um do you are you concerned that when somebody comes over and you've been singing its praises and someone uses it that the hose or whatever like how do you clean that area after it's, it's- self-cleaning shut up <laughs> yeah, well, shut does. up it, it kind of like uh, the area it retracts into as it retracts, all of a sudden you'll hear it go kind of like, you know, the sound that an espresso machine would make if you're steaming something. Yes. It makes that, it's kind of like a kind of thing. It's, and it's cleaning itself? It's cleaning itself. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I'll probably take the time to give it like a proper clean every now and then. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's uh, it's not really in the way either. So is that little extender like going directly up and in? Or is no. it just like the area? The it's, zone. The, it's the area. I mean, if you go full blast... It, it might uh, it might be a little. People pay money for that, though. Like yeah. you go to like what are they called? A col- uh, it's not a colonic. A colonic spa. Yeah, yeah. Though it's not that invasive. If it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And, and you're saying there's no wipe required after. Well, drying off. Mm-hmm. If you do it right, I mean, look. If you're if you you got to figure it out. I would recommend you know experimenting with different uh, approaches just to make sure you know what you're doing. We got a text from John. Yeah. He said, uh, they're the best. The best. I, I don't even bother buying lots and lots of toilet paper during the peak of the pandemic. Right? I was fine. I completely agree. You got to tell everyone. I have the handheld ones. They're easier to clean and cost less. Handheld one? Yeah. Oh, like Whoa. you just like a shower head? You just, uh, that's interesting. I didn't, uh, Tony was living in Portugal for a while. Yeah. He said it was the best. It's the best. <laughs> Chantel says it will change your life. Who are it all ch- these I'm people? telling you. Who are I, all these people? Like, what? that's what I'm telling you. It's, it, 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 is, it will change your life. Oh, 
Mohammed sent us a message. He says, um, if he ever owns a manufacturing company, he would hire you as a salesperson. You're very good at it with detail. And I, I just want you to know <laughs> that like, I, I, I would be shocked if we could find one person that went the, down the bidet road. Mm-hmm. And then turned around and came back the other way and said, no, it's not for me. Find Inch- me one person. Okay. Uh, and you can text us if you want. 1-800-953-2464. But uh, it'll change your life. I'm telling you. Matthew says he installed a bidet a few years ago. Best thing ever. Saves, <laughs> saves me on toilet paper. I feel cleaner and less chafed. Yes. <laughs> All of that. All of that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. 634. You can thank me later. Trust me. <laughs> turns out there are very specific rules that you need to follow on a first date. Do you think you can figure out the most important rule? Well, Adam sent us a text. Mm -hmm. He's got a guess. 1-800-953-2464. Anytime you want to weigh in on anything on the show, you can call that number too. What's Adam saying? Adam says his guess Uh is be on time. Number one most important thing. Yeah, that's what I would say. Just be on time. Be on time. Be on time. Guess what? What? That's it. Yeah. Is it really? Being on time, even if it's a Zoom date or a FaceTime date or whatever. Oh, wow. Be on time. And I I couldn't agree more. I mean, I feel like that's such an important rule in life. Being on time, it's like you respect somebody else's time enough to show up when you say you're going to show up. Yeah, but I like the late show up. And I'm not talking super late. Yeah, you want to make an entrance. I want to make an entrance. I don't want to be the jabroni sitting at the table waiting for you to show up. (laughs) I want you to be the jabroni. You know, I I remember... God, was it our first or second meeting we had with uh, the woman who's now our boss? Tammy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maura, they weren't there. We were meeting uh, for lunch. Yes. Uh, And uh, our boss hadn't arrived yet. Yeah. And Maura really wanted to make an impression with the jacket she was wearing. (laughs) So we had to go for a walk. (laughs) Yeah. And just kill time before Tammy showed up. Yeah, so that we were the ones. So you could come in and you could have the jacket on and make an entrance with the jacket. You were very particular. You wanted to look extra cool. It's a pretty cool jacket. It's a cool jacket. You didn't want to have to have it off. Forget about it. Your jacket's off. It's hanging on a hook. What a letdown. Okay, well. You know? It's that whole thing. The door's open. The wind blows your hair back. Yeah, the next thing you know, people are like, who's that over there? Yeah. Yeah. And what a jacket. Bundus is like, oh my God, I hope that's my date. Yeah. You're lucky. It's your lucky day, Bundus. Because it is your date. (laughs) You know, if I was already sitting at the table, you'd wonder who I was. Who's the frumpy girl over there looking at the menu? I don't know, though. I mean, because like, I find it quite attractive if you walk into a bar and you see a girl sitting there by herself, like stirring a martini with her finger. Like, that's pretty hot. Please be her. Please be her. The same thing can apply. It's just that you can't have the jacket on as easily. Yeah. It's funny because you say that you like showing up late for a date, but I would look, I think of you as someone who's almost always on time. Yeah. Like, if you're going to pick me up at my house because we're going somewhere, Mm -hmm. I can't even remember a time where you weren't on time yeah i like to be on time or early yeah that's a great quality in someone i really appreciate that about you yeah but not in a date like a loser (laughs) (laughs) well you got nothing going on (laughs) you were dying to get here eh come on you gotta be chill baby you gotta you know do what bundes does look at that sad sack (laughs) 
just sitting there at the yeah. table. Oh, yeah. He had nothing better to do but get here before the date even started. <laughs> That's exactly right. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> okay. I so wonder, that, that's the most important thing. That's apparently. number one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, number two, mm-hmm. be a good listener. Yeah. Think that's for losers too, more? Or are no, you okay no, with that one? That's a good one. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Uh, number three, I broke this rule with my wife. Oh, yeah. Big time. What did you do? I talked about my ex. Yeah, Don't talk do about your ex. Why did you do that? Because we, she knew her. That was the only person we really knew. Oh, you had someone in common, so it yeah. was a topic of conversation. That's yeah. different. Well, I also talked about how she broke my heart and all this stuff. You did? Yes. Yeah, and then by, by the end of the night, I literally said to my wife, I'm like, oh, it's too bad I know you through, you know, my ex. Yeah. God, because I realized it was so stupid. I was like kicking myself. Why did I say all that stuff? Oh, you're like, she broke you my heart. Dumb it. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I'm so lonely. And then I moved back to Ontario and I thought she would want to come back with me. <laughs> And then you're like, wait a second, like, is this woman interested in you know, me? You know what the thing was? is I, I really didn't think I stood a chance with this girl because right. she knew me through my ex. I right. Thought, but it turns out, like, girls don't have that rule that guys have. The bro code. The bro code, yeah. Maybe you let your guard down with her, too, because Maybe I you thought... Maybe my vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. But She's still, like, that's who's you... this handsome, young, strapping man who's... Uh, Crying. <laughs> about his so, ex. So... He's so sensitive. <laughs> yeah. He feels everything. Yeah. Make them laugh is number four. Yes. That's important, of course. So good. Keep the conversation light. Number five, don't use your phone. Number six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously. Maintain eye contact, number seven. But that could be creepy, too. There's really a balance. I remember sitting next to a guy on a plane, and we ended up going out on a date afterwards. I didn't know him before the flight. Oh, yeah? But uh, on the plane, he was making me laugh so hard because we were having such a great conversation. And then there was a woman next to him who was passed out and he kept pretending she was in on the conversation. <laughs> He's like, you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> he just had me in stitches. I thought, this guy, I have to go out on a date Yeah, with. what happened? Nothing. He showed up late. <laughs> no, he was there early. Sorry, that's worse. He was crying about his ex the whole time. Oh, my ex-girlfriend. She broke my heart. <laughs> but he was funny. <laughs> he started off funny. Yeah. And then it went... Did you even give him a makeout set? or anything to test the waters I at all? I tested the waters, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. I tested the waters. Didn't like the temperature. You know what? His pro- he was wearing one of those uh, those hats that have the hole on the top. It's just like an ear thing. Couldn't get past that. What do you that. mean? Uh, what? what? You know, the, the, it's like more of a, you know, just an ear warmer. He was an oh, ear warmer. Muffs it's he was an earmuffs. Earmuff guy. Earmuff guy. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why does he yeah. just put a hat on? You didn't want to ruin his hair? That's funny because the eighth rule is don't wear earmuffs. <laughs> On here. No, it's number not a eight. Good look. Smile a lot. Don't tell them your whole life stories. Number nine. Mm-hmm. And number 10. Don't take yourself too seriously, man. Yeah. I think you could uh, figure that one out a little bit. Bundes? No, Mora. Me? Yeah. Oh, please. The entrance, all that stuff. Dating is supposed to be fun. I think it becomes uh, very unattractive when somebody is desperate on a date like i hope this works is this person the one if you're just having fun with it and making an entrance and having yeah. a couple of drinks and leaving then that's great all right 
Lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to uh, be on time. <laughs> yeah, it's respect their time. I, I, I agree with that one. More disagrees. Jen's on the uh, old telephone. What's up, Jen? Uh, not much. How are you guys? We're good. What's on your hey. mind? Um, well, I was just uh, replying to what you guys were um, talking about, about dating. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Be on time. Most important <laughs> rule to follow when you're or dating. Wear, or a really good jacket. Apparently. Yes. Or also, Mora's strategy is wear a great jacket, make an entrance. <laughs> Absolutely. But I was just saying that a lot of those rules tend to go out the window when you have kids. Why? Right? Why does being well, on time have to go out the window? Not necessarily being on time, but there's, uh, you know, what What if your sitter's late? Mm-hmm. What if you can't get there on time? Yeah, there's no, a whole other hurdle to jump. How often does that happen, that the babysitter's uh, late? Like, I honestly, well, in all my years of having babysitters come, them being yeah, late, Jen, I don't know if it ever happened. Jen could be trying really? to get ready for yeah. the date, and then, uh, you know, the babysitter's on time, but her kid didn't give her a second to put a little makeup on. Exactly. You or, know? Plan accordingly. Or, you don't have the babysitter show up an hour before. Anyway, that's, sorry. That's, that's true. No, that's okay. I'm just saying. So, yeah. but a lot of those things, you know, when you're talking about, you know, you don't talk about past relationships. If you don't talk about past relationships, how do you talk about your kids? Yeah, yeah. that's a really good point. And they say, oh, well, who is the parent of the kid? I can't talk yeah. about it. I don't like to discuss it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds creepy, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about your ex. Yeah, I mean, how do you not talk about your ex? Well, uh, these kids just fell out of the sky, yeah. and I said, yeah. look after them. I'm sure that's a big question for you, too, Jen, because people want to know that, you know, there's a dad involved in the picture and that uh, he's not, like, angry or... Or maybe oh, yeah. they want to know if he is, so they can, yeah. like, dodge yeah. that bullet <laughs> yes, now, you know? Exactly. Get out of well, a toxic actually, family situation. Yeah, I have actually, um, you know, been on a dating site where someone's, like, the first five minutes... Oh, you have kids? Yeah. Do you have them every other weekend? Yeah. Is this your weekend? Yeah. Okay, it won't work. Wow. Yeah. 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 So it's just, it's a different dynamic, right? Like, I mean, it, it's not as simple when you have other things involved. Yeah. But kids are worth it every time, so don't get me wrong. Right. Yeah. We all have to say that. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, they're the best, they're the best. in the world, they but... But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We know. Yeah. <laughs> Jen. Yes. Gotcha. I'm seeing yeah. it now. I'm seeing what you're saying. There's a couple yeah. of these. Uh, maintaining eye contact shouldn't be a problem, though, unless your kid, like, <laughs> poked you in the eye before the date. But you know what? <laughs> Jen's not going to want to put her cell phone down because she's got a sitter at home. So well, she's going to look at her She doesn't have phone. to use it. She doesn't have to use no. it. Right. No, but that's the other thing I've always said, you know, like, when I go to a date, I'm like... I got kids at home. My phone is over here if they need me, yeah. and that's all. Yeah. You know, but some people are still like, oh, well, that makes me not a priority. Yeah, you know, Bundus uh, was hanging out with Tucker and I, and I found you to be on your phone a little bit too much, Bundus. I was not. Yes, you were. We weren't on a date, though. <laughs> yeah, but I still I thought... wasn't trying to have sex with Bundus, so I, he, he, and so he wasn't was... trying to have sex with us. So... so it was okay to you? Did you not notice that he was on his phone a When bit? we were in my backyard? Yes, yes. Hanging out? Yes. I, 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 I was. I didn't notice. I, didn't... I was oh, at was the there... beginning when I first arrived because I was trying to end a conversation because I wanted to give you guys my full attention. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, the question is, did Bundus wear the coat to rock when he walked in. 
Yeah, oh. actually, he was late. He was late, too. Super yeah. late, yeah. But yeah. he did make an entrance. He had cool shades <laughs> on and stuff. I had booze. I had booze and food. Booze. Yeah, he brought beer and tequila, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Th- thanks, Jen. Have a great day. Yeah. You too, guys. Take care. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Morris claiming that she scratched her new truck in the worst way possible. Worst way. Could you? <laughs> I know, Bonus. I know. Now look, it happens. But the worst way <sighs> yes. must mean like it was the dumbest thing you could have done that caused a scratch. It wasn't like a parking mishap where... You know, somebody parked too close. It's just a nightmare. What, okay. You want me to test? Just tell me. I can what guess one thing that I think may have happened. Mm-hmm. Did you slide across the truck? Not like the hood or anything, but did you rub up against with either a zipper or a rivet from your jeans? That'd be a stupid way to scratch your car. No, I wish. That would oh, be great. Really? That would be great in this scenario. That, that's Bundes less he, stupid than what me. you did? Okay. Oh, no. I did the stupidest thing any human being has ever done. I'm a new truck owner, and I guess this is what old truck owners oh, probably look at me and laugh. I know what happened. I know what happened. <laughs> okay, let me tell Bundes, the story. Bundes, you want to guess first? No, no, no. You, you can tell the story. Okay, you want to tell the story? I'll tell you the story. I'm going to write down what I think happened. <laughs> and I would like to say that it's not really my fault uh-huh. because my husband told me to park in this specific area. I know exactly what happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Tell I'm, the story. Tell I'm the taking story. my daughter to yeah. the dentist and I have a dental appointment as well. She's four years old, by the way. So Harvest is in the back seat and I, uh, I'm going at a time to the dentist where I normally wouldn't go. So the the street parking that I normally use is not going to be available. So I'm like, oh, where am I going to park? And Matt says, use the parking garage behind the dental office. Uh, you did it. No, you did it. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. <laughs> that parking garage <laughs> is not built for trucks. Oh, bit of a clearance issue, I'm suspecting. I pull yeah. in. <laughs> to the parking garage, my friends. No. And it did seem a little low, the ceiling. Yeah. It's coming right at you. It's coming at me, but I'm like, you know, this truck is a, a regular size. We didn't get it on, like, stilts. You know, you see yeah. some of those trucks that are raised. It's a big truck, though. It's a big truck, but it's not an... Uh, it's a big ram. It's a ram, yeah. So I'm going in, and uh, there's a bar kind of across the you know where the ceiling is and it mm-hmm. has some sort of a clearance warning <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but you probably don't even know the height of your car i have no idea i have yeah. no idea yeah. so but i'm like oh that's looking pretty close but i would assume i'll be fine i go up to it and it's uh, 
That's like that's like times that by five. Okay. It scratches the entire roof of the car. I stop halfway. I'm like, oh my God. I got to keep going now. Oh, yeah, your pocket. Oh, wow. Do There's you, somebody though? behind me. Oh. <laughs> oh, you didn't do that. So I keep going, oh. and there's a. Oh. There's a shark fin kind of thing on the top of the. Yeah, the antenna. Yeah. Yeah. The antenna. It ripped it right off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so the parking attendant. I, I hate to laugh because this is just painful. This truck Guys, is. Uh, is it a year new. old? Yeah, like, it's yeah. like. I, uh, and you know. Uh, you know what this sad thing is, too? Is you have the to parking c- attendant comes up to me and he's like. Oh, people do that all the time. Uh, I'm like, but don't they have the thing that's like the wood thing that's safer to hit before you reach the concrete? No, it was just because sometimes they have something that can like be a little more forgiving. Like that a if you pillow? hit that, well, no, Put a the, pillow the, there. They'll, they'll have something hanging that'll tell you, you know, maximum like say six foot five inches, no. and if you hit that, it's not going to cause as much damage as if you actually run into the concrete ceiling. So I, I, the guy says to, I'm like, oh my God. He said, oh, it happens all the time. And by the way, it's going to happen to you again on, on your way, way out. out. Oh. So he's like, you might as well park. And then <laughs> the thing that. Did oh. you have to pay? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much it costs? $15 to park for one hour. <laughs> he didn't even give you free parking no. after seeing that you've just caused all this damage to your vehicle. So then on the way out, I'm like, okay. I'm going to look for irregularities in the pavement and try to find a spot where it's as low as possible. <laughs> Match up. But the you would have been dying. I, I would have cried. I, yeah. I was crying. But it's funny, as I'm parking the car in the parking garage, I say to Harvest, my four-year-old, Daddy is going to be so mad. He's going to be so mad because... Our little business that we have has basically paid for the truck. You know, that was our treats that we got because he's worked so hard Mm. at the business. So we get into the dental office and my four-year-old tells everyone what happened. And the daddy is going to be really, really mad. (laughs) (laughs) She literally told that to the dentist as he's trying to get in her mouth. Mm. Anyways, as we're leaving. Yeah, Yeah. shame. Shame. Shame of it. So I find an irregularity in the concrete and it makes no difference whatsoever. As a matter of fact, on the way out, I would say I scraped the roof even worse. I wish it sounded like that. You could also hear like the Shame. the metal on the cu- on the truck like uh, buckling, you know, oh, like the sound that. of dent, like yeah. you know. So now you need a new antenna. A paint job at least on the roof probably you probably all over, all over. Yeah. i mean i think we might need a new roof don't you think <laughs> maybe if, if you damage the frame yeah you might need the structural integrity of the cab pictures? is gone the pictures you can post can you post it on like a story or something i didn't take any pictures oh, but yeah so from the outside when i was just like i stepped up on the foot rail thing and i looked at it, it didn't look so bad oh. but then when i was in the apartment looking down i'm like oh my yeah. god i have scraped the entire roof of the car yeah my wife did that with a Thule box a week after buying it and those Thule boxes are expensive like i'm sure it was twelve thirteen hundred dollars oh wow 
and uh, we had it on a uh, on our car. We were doing our first trip with it, mm-hmm. and then she went off on her own to do some shopping, parked in an underground garage, and scraped the crap out of the top of it. But at least it's like a plastic toolie box. It's yeah, not who cares? the roof of the car. You know huh. what the best part of this is, though? I got home, and I told Matt what happened. And he said, babe, if we worried about things like that, we'd be up all night. <laughs> Not the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, I knew that I had married the right man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That Matt's a keeper. He's a keeper. You, I, on the other hand. Uh, <laughs> stupidest way to scrap. I'm sure new truck, uh, truck owners who've owned trucks for years are looking at me thinking, what? An idiot. Okay, so if you want to help make Mora feel better and you have a story of like just damaging your car in the stupidest way possible, <laughs> feel free to call us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, 1-800-953-2464. eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. Mora could use some cheering up, I think. Please. Mora, just next time you go to an underground parking lot, the height of your car is seventy seven point five inches. Okay? Six and a half feet. Make sure you read that bar. Oh, and remember yeah, I think it said numbers. six. I think it said six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a big difference, five inches. <laughs> really big uh, difference. Thank you, Bundes. What's going on, Greg? I heard Mars' story, and I think I got three of them that'll make her feel better. Three? <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of them, I just got a brand new truck as well, and it was coming home tired from work, and it was raining out. And I ran right into the brick wall, right in the garage. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's bad. That's, that's pretty wall. bad. That brick yeah. wall was always there. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. ruined the brand new bumper on it. Okay. Number two? Another time, I, I was a lot younger, too. Uh, I was doing donuts with the car and hit it into a curb and ruined the alignment on the uh, the car. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was under the snow. You didn't see it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Number three? At number three, I, uh, I was trying to help my mom back the car out, and instead of closing the door while I was backing it out, I left it open, and the whole door got ripped off. <laughs> okay. You win. Uh, you win. So, yeah. when I'm sure my old man's listening right now. He probably knows exactly who called. Yeah. So when you rip the door clean off, I guess, do you put that in the trunk when you drive to the auto body shop? <laughs> oh, I just got to call the tow truck. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's safer. Good move. Uh, appreciate the call this morning. Yeah, no worries. Take it easy. You know, you got kids in the car right now. Maybe now's the time to just, like, put the earmuffs on or something. Yeah. Just talking about pregame uh, rituals if you're going out on a big date uh, maybe it's a first date maybe it's just an important date in general want to know what yours are Bundes was telling us about his like pre first date rituals and we found it uh, kind of shocking to be honest <laughs> it came up in our most recent podcast that we uh, shot on video as well so we could put it up on uh, YouTube mm-hmm. and uh, in anticipation of the podcast being up there we just put up a preview clip and this is Bundes' pre-date ritual. Um, probably m- masturbating twice. <laughs> <laughs> masturbating twice? <laughs> twice? Twice. So like, you you got to spread it out, though, throughout the day. Like, you got to get it in the morning and then in the afternoon. <laughs> okay, so wow. That, so That's that a lot of prep. Usually always take, like, some muscle relaxants before I go out on the date. 
One. What does that do? What does that do? So you're a bit sleepy, a little bit groggy. So I'm a bit like toned down. Everything is just more relaxed. Okay. Yeah, um, you're not gonna pull your neck muscles or anything like that. I'm not gonna talk super <laughs> fast. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, I'm just gonna be super chill. Get that low voice going. You know. Oh, oh my, god. my god. So I'm not even getting a real version of Bundus when I go <laughs> no, on a no, date no, with no, him. No. It's somebody else. Yeah. And then <laughs> if, if yeah. hey baby. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I'm so tired, but you're so beautiful. I love you. So that's just the preview clip of a much longer conversation that you're going to want to check out. And yeah. You can see our studios and uh, where we're set up and all that. If you check out the preview clip as well on our Instagram or Facebook, Energy 95.3 Radio. You didn't have a pre-game ritual before dates? Well, you didn't do anything? Like I, don't, I didn't have things like I would take a muscle relaxant. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure GPs would encourage you not to do that. <laughs> you know, like not. this is not advice from a doctor. <laughs> this is uh, advice from somebody who we refer to as the professor. But really has no experience in that world. Yeah. yeah. You know what I used to do? I used to have a, a drink or two while I'd be getting ready. And I'd want to leave myself with tons of time to get ready. Um, two hours. Sounds two hours? Good. Well, look at this hair. I've got a lot of hair to work with here. i got really long hair. So, I, you know, I'd wash it, dry it, curl it. Then I would... Do the makeup, yeah. get do the outfit, and throughout that time, have a couple of drinks for sure, just to take the edge off. So I'm, I'm as I come into the date, I'm already partying. I'm already yeah. having a good time. Yeah, definitely having a drink. I would probably, in all honesty, I might like even take a a gravel or an emodium or something if I was nervous about it. <laughs> yes. Just to avoid any issues. Yes, that's classic Tucker. Yeah. I mean, it's emodium. Wouldn't be the first time that, you know. Yeah. We talked about carrying a modium, but. Right. And also, like, when you have nerves, you feel that in your gut. Sure. And the last thing you want is to have that. Yeah. You you need to do an evacuation midday. I'd probably also overhydrate a little bit. Like, I drink lots of water before going out on the date because oh. that always makes me feel better. Like, just in yeah. general. But before you stomach everything. Mm. But then you're going to the washroom every 20 minutes on your date. Sorry. Yeah. Excuse well, me. I got to go to the washroom again. Bundus. I got to go to the washroom. <laughs> You're putting your hand up. Okay, Bundus hang, is putting his on. hand up every time he says that. <laughs> I would spread it out like you spread out your masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know when you go to a buddy's place for dinner and they get all fancy in the kitchen and they're putting out this big meal? It turns out almost 50% of us think we could be a professional chef. No problem. We've got the skills. We don't have to go to school for that. Uh, tonight's menu, we're featuring uh, deep fried pepperettes at the uh, Bundes uh, restaurant. <laughs> I promise you guys, you need to try it. It's no. the best thing you'll Stir ever fried eat. pepperettes. No, thanks. I, I, I Look, I... I Certainly think I could come up with a menu of things that I make that are restaurant quality. It'd be a crazy menu, though. It'd be like chicken tortilla soup mm-hmm. with, you know, braised lamb shank. Or, oh, are you or listening something. to this guy? No, I'm telling He's you. He's braising a shank of lamb for me now. I could, I could come up with enough things that are restaurant quality, but there's so much more that goes into running a kitchen in a restaurant. Like, first of all, 
Um, timing. Well, and ordering timing. the right amount of food. You yes. know, like a chef, it's so much more than just being like able to cook a good dinner. And everything's from scratch, too. Yeah. You that, know? I could do it. I could. Oh, I, yeah? I think Those I could. Those pieces of tortilla on top of your soup, are you baking them in the oven beforehand? Huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. What are you talking about? You are a liar. Oh, from scratch? <laughs> from scratch. scratch. I could figure that out. It wouldn't be that hard to make tortillas. See, you, are, you are this guy that yeah. this study is about. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you. It, uh, uh-huh. What uh, are you telling me? I couldn't me? <laughs> be a chef at a restaurant. I couldn't run a successful restaurant, mm-hmm. but I could make some meals that are restaurant quality. Well, let me dive in here a little when deeper. When I smoke ribs. Uh-huh. They're restaurant. They're better than restaurant quality. Whoa. There's no place that I could buy ribs that are as good as the ribs I make myself. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but I don't do it that often because it's such a pain in the ass. Fifty-three percent of us think we have at least one dish that we could make that would wow an actual chef. Yes, hands down. I, I think that's important. Forty-six um, percent of us believe they now have the skills to be a professional chef if they wanted to. I think we're nah, talking, talking to one right now. No, no, <laughs> I couldn't go on like one of those cooking competitions mm-hmm. and make stuff that I don't know how to make. Right, you don't have. I'm that just telling you, I make knowledge. some things really well. Uh huh. The things that I make, I, there's enough of them I could make a crazy menu. Oh. A lot. He's getting all worked up. He's getting French all... onion soup out of the park every time. Uh huh. Yeah. Three out of four of us say uh, we just make the same things over and over again. So you come to Tucker's restaurant. Let me guess what's on the menu: yeah. tortilla soup, yeah, ribs, lamb and lamb shanks <laughs> again. A hell of a seafood bouillabaisse base too. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Although most people only have about four go-to meals that we feel confident about. I think you've just mentioned four. I could do 15. (laughs) I said that I could easily come up with uh, enough restaurant quality items that I cook to build a menu. I don't think you could just say, hey, make this, and then I'll be great at it. But the things that I know how to cook, Mm -hmm. I can cook well. You're chirping me for that. Uh, Yet... You and your husband have been like serving food at your bar for the last year. Neither one of you are trained chefs. Yes. And all you do is like put a sandwich in a sandwich maker and it tastes amazing. And a panini press. And then it's like, so good. It's, anyone can make a handful of things really well. I'll tell you what the hard thing is. I remember when we first opened, I started make. I make this really great uh, leek soup. Everyone's got something they make. Leak and then I'm like, soup. I'm going to make leek soup. For who? Uh, uh, an old folks home? Were you uh, volunteering? It's, it's sorry. Let me. Cl- it's smoked. Were you all out of split pea? You decided to go with leek. It's a lovely fall dish. Okay, so it's smoked leek soup. If you must know. Okay. So then I decided I was going to cook this leek soup for the cafe. And the problem is, is when you go from making a serving of four or six to a serving of like 35, 40. Yeah. I found myself in the kitchen chopping leeks for hours. And I just could not keep up. It's not fun. With the amount of the quantity that you had to create. And then all your ratios are off. Then you don't have a big enough soup pa- yeah. thing. But you think it's restaurant quality that that it's that good and it, smaller it, amounts. It's and it's yeah, some, well, once you so, get to a certain size, like you can't control the flavor as much. If you know what I mean, like if you had eighteen racks of ribs going, it becomes more difficult. Not really. I, honestly, I cook usually. Uh, <laughs> I've done eight racks at the same time. He's done eight racks, and at it was the same no different time. than when I do four. 
Uh-huh. Just like when I make a double batch of chicken tortilla soup, it's, it turns it's it's, more... a, it's enough for a, a bunch of people to eat, and it's as good as if I made a one batch mm-hmm. or four batches. I find it more difficult. Wow. Cooking for large quantities of people. What's funny is uh, Bundes talks about one of his specialties uh, <laughs> being fried pepperettes. Uh, it's a Bundes uh, go-to. It's a classic. It's a classic. And we got a guy, uh, TJ's on the phone. Mm. And uh, my understanding is that TJ actually has tried to make your concoction, Bundes, your based on your recommendation. <laughs> TJ, like, wh- give us the background on how this all came to be. Well, I listen to you guys like every day, so it's been... You know, I heard about it probably a while ago, but then probably about a month ago, I had a pack of pepperettes. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just give it a try. (laughs) Okay, so you heard Bundes just talk about how great it is to stir fry pepperettes. How do you make them, Bundes? What's your specialty? Uh, I just get some like olive oil, put it in a pan. And turn the turn it up on the stovetop. Okay. Cut what, up some pepperettes, throw it in there, and let them fry. And then, what do you serve it with, though? Like, what's the side? Uh, sometimes I'll make it with rice, and, or sometimes I'll make it with bait, like like beans and tomato. Mm. You know, okay. <laughs> get some bread. You're good to go. It's, it's like a bachelor meal. All right. Totally. So, TJ, <laughs> you you heard Bundes talk about this, and so how did you prepare yeah. your pepperettes? <laughs> Well, the first time, I did it on rice a couple times, but I actually, my favorite is it with uh, with some craft Dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, that works too. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I could see that one actually being the best option. And uh, overall, out of 10, and we're all in suspense here, how have you enjoyed this fried pepperette experience? Out of 10? Oh, it's definitely a 9 or 10 for it's sure. It's a 9 or Jeez. a 10. You'd rather do that than buy yourself like a chicken breast or something? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, not against chicken breast, but nothing quite like the pepperette creation. Have you served it to anyone else? Uh, my sister. Okay, and what did she think? <laughs> yeah, she wasn't as big as a fan. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for your honesty. Appreciate it, TJ. All right, you guys have a good day. Amazing. We just got a text, by the way, one 800 from the 905 saying, share these recipes. We might have to have like a recipe. Fried pepperettes. I mean, they're already well, yeah. cooked. I mean, <laughs> there's no recipe. Cooked. I know. Bundes is as easy if you yeah. wanted just a quick meal. But yeah, you could share one of your recipes. I could share the signature leek soup. We just got a text from Linda. Tell Bundes to try frying mortadella. You roll each slice into a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and you fry it. Linda says this is actually popular in Italy. Okay. I, I've done it with Polish, Polish sausages before, and that's also excellent, but I'll have to try it with the mortadella. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, yeah. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.